This is the Church Planting Podcast, brought to you by the Broadcast Network. Broadcast exists to support, train, and encourage church planters. For more information about who we are or about the training that we offer, please visit our website at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to the Broadcast Church Planting Podcast. We recently had a church and site planting conference with Steve and Ruth Hurd, and on the podcast we're bringing you a bunch of clips from that weekend. In today's episode, we're bringing you Steve Hurd talking about why vision is important for a church planter. You can find the full notes on everything that Steve says at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 91. So here is Steve Hurd. I just want to say just a few things about vision, and then we're going to have a break for coffee um, after I've asked you to do something. God's call, been talking about, but what is he calling you to? What is the, the thing, the work that he's calling you to? What does that look like? There are church plants and there are church plants. Um, I can think of the 14, 15 we've got up and running in Christ Central in the north. Not one of them is alike. They all look different. They're all doing things differently. And it will be the same whether you've got a, a site or a work for God. So it's good and important to have a call. But what is it that you're seeing? What do you actually look like if it's to plant a church what what what's that gonna look like what's your picture of that i said last night bill hybels talks about vision being a picture of the future that produces passion and god gave me a a picture of uh the church in huddersfield uh that got me passionate and excited it's a picture we're still working towards we haven't got there yet (laughs) And that's the frustration bit. But a picture that produces passion. And my encouragement to you, if you are about to step out into a new work, a new church plant or a new initiative, whatever, get yourself a vision. Have a picture in your heart, in your mind, of what the new work is going to be like, what it's going to look like. Now, if you are privileged enough to be the one who is going to be leading that new initiative, that new plant, you must get yourself a vision. If you're going to be part of a team, then it's so important that you hear (laughs) the vision of the person who is going to be leading that work and you are on board with that vision. But also, God can speak to you and give you a vision for a particular part of that new work that excites you and passionate, uh, that you're passionate about, that fits into the new thing. Um, but whether you noticed or not, I use the phrase, get yourself a vision. And I, I use that phrase deliberately. When it comes to calling, it's God who calls. Now, God gives us vision, but I think there's a sense in which we can get a vision. What's this thing going to look like? Because God gives us great scope. Church plants can look differently. 
Um, I was talking to, sorry, I forgot your name, over breakfast. Well, Helen. Helen, over breakfast. What she's going to be involved with will look totally different from the way we planted the church in Huddersfield. Totally different. But that's because Helen and I are totally different characters, totally different people. We're in different families of churches. We have different constraints in terms of what our bosses or apostles or whatever we want to call them want us to do and they say. We've got different gifts and experiences. So there's a sense in which there's a great scope in there. So it's fine to say God has called me to plant a church and he may even say it's in this place. But hey, what's it going to look like? This is where we have a responsibility, I think, to get a vision for that. You see, because at some point, you're going to want people to come with you. (laughs) If you're planting a church or a site, you need some people. (laughs) Or you're going to be leading worship, making the tea, preaching to yourself, putting the chair. Yeah, you need people. And vision is what will win people to do it with you. This is what I see. You've got to give people, oops, people a vision of what it is that God is calling you to do. A picture that produces a passion in you that you can transmit to other people. A picture that produces faith in you. So when you speak about it, people don't doubt that it's going to happen. Because God has said and God has called you to it. And a picture that produces perseverance and steadfastness that when things start to tail off in a different direction or there's 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 pressures here to do this or to do that no this is what this is what we're about this is our vision this is what god has called us to and this is what he's spoken to me about so a vision that produces these things in you alongside a clear call from god and that will result in a work of god that is unstoppable vision alongside calling without those things excitement even passion will will fall off commitment will drop away and the whole thing will get downsized and diminished and you start to doubt God's call if you don't have vision back in Genesis the devil whispered in Eve's here and said did God really say and if you are going to step out in a new work for God you will hear that line did God really say (laughs) you know when when you're sat late at night after yet another difficult pastoral meeting or whatever and it all feels a bit dark and heavy And the exciting things seem a long way away. The thought will will come. It will come. (laughs) I mean, I'm as sort of extrovert and big and brash in Yorkshire as anybody, but the thought will come. Mm. Did God really say? So you need to know, yeah, God did say. Mm. And this is the vision that he's given me. How do you get yourself a vision? Pray. Read God's word. Visit places. So if you plant in a church, go and visit some church plants. Sounds obvious, but 
I often talk to people who've never actually done it. <laughs> Go and see some things. And yeah, I like that bit. I love that bit. I like that bit. I love that bit. That's how I came up with a vision for Huddersfield. Speak to people who are doing it or who have done it. Read about it. Get inspired by people who have done it. Um, there are loads of books out there that will tell you how to plant a church, which is why we're not telling you this morning how to plant a church. You can read all about it, but of course, it's not as important as calling and vision. <clears throat> but I've got a couple of books that I read again and again. Uh, they're both American, so you have to take all the American ease out. But they're books that inspire me in this whole business of building church, planting church. <clears throat> a guy called Ed Stetzer, uh, Planting Missional Churches. Uh, it's actually recently been revised and the newer version is a lot better. There's more stuff in it. Um, that's my go-to book. Um, and uh, Tim Keller wrote a great massive tome, but you can pick into it, called Center Church. It is excellent. There's a lot of stuff in there that won't be relevant in our context, in your context, but there's a lot of principles in there that are... There's loads of stuff out there. Before we planted in Huddersfield, I went to see and talked to some good friends of mine who had done it and were doing it. I went to a conference at Holy Trinity Brompton and uh, heard Nicky Gumble speaking there. I went and had an evening with Adrian Holloway and they'd recently been planting out... Um, the New Frontiers Church in London and then I went down and spent the weekend with a friend of mine Chris Kilby in Southampton who was planting Southampton Church and as I drove home back up the M5 and back up to Yorkshire um, I just felt God downloaded the vision for the Ark Church to be a church that plants other churches by reaching out to the lost and caring for the poor and the needy and in your vision, especially if you're going to plant a church, I would say slightly tongue-in-cheek, but seriously as well, if your vision is not to see lost, the lost saved, please go back to God and ask him to make sure you've heard him right. I said something about this last night. The lost being saved has got to be why we're planting churches why we're starting new sites even why we're caring for people because we want them to ask the question well why are you caring and to see the love of God in us and the grace of God that has saved us so that's why our vision our vision statement says to plant a church now to build a church that plants other churches by reaching out to the lost I preached a sermon series I think it was for three weeks on the word by because <laughs> that's how we were going to do it Saving the lost is not the thing we get round to when we've established and planted the church. So the way we planted the church in Huddersfield is uh, had a mission team with about 30 people on it. We printed 30,000 leaflets and invited 24,500, I think we're giving out people, to come to an alpha launch night. Um, I was full of the stuff that people say that cold evangelism like that doesn't do it. That, you know, if you're lucky, perhaps you'll get one response for every thousand leaflets you give out. So I reckon that if we gave out 30,000 leaflets and I got 30 responses, I'd be quite happy with that. Uh, in actual fact, we got 50. 
we got 50 guests come to our alpha launch um, less than half of them signed up to do the course um, but two of them became Christians on the course and our third meeting as a public meeting or Sunday public meeting as a church our third meeting was a baptism meeting with four people being baptised so there was something about the intentionality of seeking the lost that was inbuilt in us right from the start and as I stand there now I'm, I'll be quite honest with you we've lost something of that and even as I'm speaking to you now I'm thinking got to get that back we've got to get that back so the lost being saved and also the other part of our vision was planting churches so we're not just planting a church to plant a church we're planting a church that will plant other churches if you are here and you're embarking on church planting please plant a church that will plant other churches please don't have the sense that yeah when we when we're big enough we'll plant a ch- no you'll never be big enough <laughs> when we've got enough money you'll never have enough money when we've got enough people you'll never have enough people it's got to be intentional from the start if you want to be a church that is going to plant other churches then say so and set yourself out to do it we had a, I had a clear vision that we were planting Halifax um, after we'd been meeting there about a year I looked around on a Sunday morning and there were eight people from Halifax in our Sunday meeting in Huddersfield so Ruth and I chatted to them and the following couple of weeks we met in their home and we started a group in Halifax that has now grown into the Halifax church plant and within the next 12 months we will have elders in place there um, and, a, and an independent uh, church, the Ark Church Halifax so seeking the lost planting other churches that was our, our vision so what is God saying to you, what are you actually seeing thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode and just a reminder that you can find the full notes on everything that steve said at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 91 see you next time